Welcome back to Amerisogyny. I'm your host, Hannah Blue. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. But things have been taken off from my makeup company, 21 Blue Lash. I've been so busy, I haven't been able to take you around the world. But I'm back now with episode 31. The re-enslavement of America begins with the erasure of black history. But before we get into this, I want to give a huge shout out to Voyage Ohio Magazine, Canvas Rebel Magazine, and Bold Journey Magazine. They did three awesome interviews for 21 Blue Lash, and I couldn't be happier. Now, 21 Blue Lash does not discriminate. We ship all around the world. So if you want to give us a peek, it's www.21bluelash.net. Now let's get back to what I want to talk about. Yeah, kids, you heard me right. The re-enslavement of America begins with the erasure of black history. That's a mouthful. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, lying, racist, Sarah Huckabee Sanders wants to get rid of black history in public schools in Arkansas. Why is that wrong? Huh, let me count the ways. She doesn't want white kids to know the true history of this country. She says teaching about slavery is teaching hatred. Mm, It teaches about the hatred wielded against black people and indigenous tribes, Mexicans, Asians. Yeah, any history about anyone who is not white in this country, she wants to get rid of. Well, let me tell you something. We're not going to sit back and let that happen. Second, in researching this, I saw a lot of pictures of a lot of white kids and adults who do not agree with her. Go figure. If you're outside of the United States and you're listening, take a moment to stop what you're doing. I want you to really listen. You might hear some history about your own people as well. What Sarah Huckabee Sanders and other conservatives are doing may affect you, your family members in the United States, and your friends. It may even affect you if you decide to move here. This is the woman who lied for the worst president this country has ever had every time she stood in front of the American people. Trump is a racist, corrupt, immoral piece of trash who has committed treason. And oh yeah, he was just convicted for raping a woman in civil court. Mm. And what did the state of Arkansas decide to do? Elect this lying piece of trash as their governor. Tell me something. Why is it always the poorest states in America that embrace hate? She just signed a bill that will most likely dismantle the public school system, the LEARNS Act. And let me tell you, children won't be learning a damn thing. Before she signed the LEARNS Act, she tweeted, 
I am not interested in being a caretaker of the failed status quo. I vowed to be a change maker for our people. Today, I am delivering on that promise and will sign into law my transformational education plan, unleashing a new era of freedom, opportunity, and prosperity for all. That's a lie in itself. Where is the freedom, opportunity, and prosperity for the people whose history is being suppressed? Hmm. D.L. Hughley made a good point on his radio show. He said Sanders wants to erase history so that conservatives may repeat it. If you've never heard of African-American U.S. slavery, you're going to be educated today. What conservatives are trying to do right now is take the U.S. backwards. They are trying to take this country back to slave times. The Supreme Court dismantled Roe v. Wade. Many women in 2023 no longer have the right to make decisions on having babies. That's exactly how African enslaved women live. They had to have as many babies as they were told to have. And guess what? They had no say if those babies were sold for profit. They had no right to say what man could lie on top of them. If the master wanted her to breed like an animal with another male slave, that's what she was forced to do. If the master wanted to rape her, guess what? She was raped. Now, you know me. I like detours. Let's go abroad for a moment. Let's talk about comfort women. And let me put this out there. I do not give trigger warnings on my podcast. So, I will discuss violence and rape. If that makes you uncomfortable, I suggest you don't listen to me. Comfort women. I really don't like that term. I think it's a very pretty name for Asian rape victims from Korea, China, and anywhere else Japanese imperial soldiers decided to violate women. Between 1932 and 1945, These women were sex slaves. There's that word. Slaves for the Japanese military. Tens of thousands of women were forced into prostitution by the Imperial Japanese Army. And not all of these females were adults. Some were little girls. 14 years old, even younger. So not only were the Japanese men rapists, they were pedophiles just like white American males who supported slavery and racism in America. Even after slavery ended, black women were raped by white men. What do comfort women and black women in the U.S. have in common? Both had no say or control over violation of their bodies. Fast forward to 2023. If you're raped in a conservative state that does not support abortion, Either you go to a state where you can have an abortion or you have to have your rapist baby. And the rapist has rights to the baby. How sick is that? It's estimated 90% of comfort women did not survive the war. Now, how do 90% of women die? They were beaten, 
tortured and killed by Japanese men. That's not a lie. That's not spreading hatred. That's truth. And it's history. This is why history is important. When you are aware of history, not just your own, but the history of others, you become enlightened. You're not living in delusions and ignorance. I don't get women who look at men in other countries and think they are innocent little angels, perfect gentlemen with beautiful personalities when they have no clue how their personalities really are, what they do behind closed doors, or how they really think. Video footage is only going to show you so much. And video can be manipulated. An image can be manipulated. Yes, girls, I look at beautiful foreign men too. Always have. On social media and off. But don't let that fool you for one minute. I don't put any man on a pedestal. Do you actually think all misogynistic men are ugly? No ma'am, no ham. Do you not think the Imperial Japanese Army only had ugly men who were rapists? Get real. These foreign guys that you think are so perfect, you better watch out. Let's not forget, many women put Chris Wu on a pedestal. And where is he now? Rotting in prison for rape. Here's reality, ladies. When you step foot in their countries, some men, not all, believe you're whores. They try things on you. They would never try on their own women. I have no doubt. Some women are saying, what does this have to do with anything? Follow me. Misogyny is everywhere. There is no country in the world, including my own, where women are 100% respected. Now back to history. Japan was so bold, they tried to take over the Republic of China. On December 13, 1937, Japanese troops started a six-week-long massacre, annihilating Nanking, a Chinese city. Japanese troops raped between 20,000 and 80,000 Chinese women. Can you imagine? I can. That's exactly what happened to black women during slavery, after slavery, in the U.S., Emperor Hirohito's only concern was Japan's image. So what did he do? He told his military to take women all over Southeast Asia, including Korean and Chinese women. The soldiers kidnapped as many as they wanted to spread their STDs to. And here's what's even scarier. Some of their parents sold their daughters to the soldiers. You think this won't happen in the U.S.? Continue allowing Sanders and the rest of these gay and lesbian hating, trans hating, people of color hating conservatives to continue their nonsense. Yeah, it was hell for these women. The rapes would increase before battles. I guess the soldiers wanted to get some before they died and went to hell. The women say the pain was agonizing. Some got pregnant. Some were given STDs. The women were threatened, tortured. Maria Rosa Henson 
a Filipina woman, was forced into prostitution in 1943. She said, there was no rest. They had sex with me every minute. Now, what does this have to do with America? Oh, I'm getting to that. And I'm going to break it down for you. Past and present. Here's the past. Even after World War II ended, Japanese military brothels continued. In 2007, reporters blew the whistle on the United States. Yeah, our government. Our government authorities allow comfort stations, let's call them what they are, rape stations, to continue after the war ended. Tens of thousands of women in the brothels were forced to have sex with American men until Douglas MacArthur shut it down in 1946. Far too late. Because between 20,000 and 410,000 women were enslaved in nearly 125 brothels. At the end of World War II, 90% of the comfort women, I do hate that term, let's call them what they were, 90% of enslaved rape victims died. You know what this makes me think about? Conservatives having a fetish for marrying children. When I look at a child, the last thing I think is sexy. Hell, when I look at somebody 25, the last thing I think is sexy. I'm highlighting parallels for one reason. If you do not know history, you'll be doomed to repeat it. That's what Sarah Huckabee Sanders is trying to do. She wants history erased, so it will be easy to commit atrocious acts that have already happened in this country. She even doesn't mind if children have dangerous jobs. I'll get to that in a minute. Let's finish up this bit of history. And what does Japan have to say about comfort women? Hmm. They downplayed it as if it was something they'd like to forget. They said it never happened. While the rape victims couldn't forget about it, some became social outcasts. Their own people wanted nothing to do with them. This was touched on in a K-drama I watched on Netflix. It's called Tomorrow, and the episode was episode 14. The main character and other Korean women were kidnapped by their enemies. They were ostracized by their community, and eventually, she committed suicide. Now, that actually happened in real life. Some of the survivors took their own lives. Some died from STDs. Just as conservatives are trying to do with black history, Japan actually erased the history of these women. Japan denied it ever happened. They said the comfort stations never existed. And if we allow black history to be erased, conservatives will lie and say slave shacks on plantations never existed. They'll say they were just big houses built by white people. And black people did the backbreaking work because they wanted to. Oh, it could happen. Erasing the history of people of color. Conservatives want to get rid of truth. Black history, indigenous history, Mexican history, Asian history. Any history that does not fit their lying agenda that they didn't rape, murder, and torture people 
to gain generational wealth, that's what they want to get rid of. We need to do exactly what these brave Korean women did. It wasn't until the 80s that Korean women began to speak out about what happened to them. In 1987, after the Republic of South Korea became a liberal democracy, women started discussing their ordeals publicly. What's the word conservatives hate? Liberal. In 1990, South Korea called out a Japanese official for denying Japanese men raped Korean women. And more women started spilling the tea. It wasn't until 1993 that Japan's government finally admitted what they did to the women. In 2015, Japan said it would give reparations to surviving Korean comfort women, but South Korea wanted a stronger apology. Japan said no. Some survivors of Japan's brutality, just like black women in America who experience sexual assault, lynchings, beatings, discrimination, are still alive. 90-year-old Young Soo Lee is still waiting for an apology from Japan. In 2015, she said, I never wanted to give comfort to those men. I don't want to hate or hold a grudge, but I can never forgive what happened to me. There are a lot of women right here in the United States that feel exactly how she feels. They're being told their history and the history of their ancestors is a lie by Sarah Huckabee Sanders. What's crazy to me is how pale skin is idolized abroad. Do you know what you're idolizing? Do you really know? She says that learning history will cause people to hate America. That's not true. Learning history will cause people to hate racist people, and rightfully so. She says if white children learn black history, it will teach them to be guilty. That's not true. White kids are speaking up and speaking out. They're saying they want to learn, and they should. It's their right. What Sarah Huckabee Sanders and conservatives are afraid of, their kids are going to turn around look at them and say, you know what? What you and our ancestors did was wrong. Racism is wrong and unity is right. That's what they're really afraid of. I see so many beautiful brown shades around the world and they're being taught to hate their skin, to hide their skin. You need to learn what you're idolizing. In 2023, if you're in a foreign country, there is no excuse not to learn the history of Black Americans, Indigenous tribes, Mexican Americans. There's no excuse anymore. You can no longer say, well, people of color are rare in my country, so we don't know anything about them. That's no longer going to fly. If you sample our music, our dance styles, our food, our culture, you owe it to yourselves to learn. And that's for everybody, everywhere around the world. Learn the history of people of color. And when you learn it, you'll also learn about the people you lighten your skin to look like. Some of the people of the majority race, white people, are wealthy due to the exploitation of people of color in this country. 
black people. And that's the truth. Because if it wasn't, black history wouldn't be in danger of being erased in America. China's TikTok is quick to ban anyone who tries to educate people about black history. But it upholds white supremacy, just like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. China knows a lot of kids are on TikTok and they'll be enlightened. And a lot of white kids are speaking out against racism. They're speaking against it. We saw a lot of white kids come out in large numbers and get pepper sprayed on Trump's watch because they were standing up for what's right. And that's what Huckabee Sanders and all the races who support neo-Nazis and white supremacy are afraid of. They're scared their kids will enjoy learning about black history. They're afraid they will embrace people of color. Now, who's wrong? It's wrong to hate anyone. Teaching about black history doesn't make white kids feel bad. It makes the ones who benefit from slavery, the adults, feel guilty. They want to be able to hate people with no accountability. That's the problem. There are a thousand people in prison right now for trying to overthrow our government because Trump lost. They killed cops. They smeared feces on the walls. The same people who think like Sanders of Arkansas and DeSantis of Florida. They lie and say slavery wasn't that bad. I told you Sanders also supports hiring underage children. She signed into law the Youth Hiring Act of 2023. Kids under 16 don't have to get the Division of Labor's permission to have a job. Arkansas no longer has to verify the age of kids under 16 before they get a job. The law doesn't change the hours or kinds of jobs they can work. How terrifying is that? It's happening in conservative states all over this country. The feds are investigating a chicken plant in Mississippi due to a 16-year-old boy dying after getting caught in a machine he was cleaning. This happened at the Marjack Poultry Processing Plant in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. His name was Duvon Tama Perez, a native of Guatemala. He came to the U.S. six years ago. What was he doing working in a chicken plant? We got rid of child labor abuse in 1938. The Fair Labor Standards Act of 1938 was signed by President Franklin D. Roosevelt. That's right, people. 1938. 85 years ago. And now, 85 years later, conservatives are passing laws that say it's okay to work children to death. Disgusting. Even more disgusting, conservatives think it's okay for adult men to marry innocent little girls. (laughs) Let's talk about West Virginia. A bill that would have raised the minimum age to get married to 18 was recently blocked by West Virginia Republicans. In West Virginia, minors 16 and over can get a marriage license with parental consent, and children under 16 have to get an additional waiver from a judge. Kanawha County Republican Senator Mike Stewart said his mother married at 16 and gave birth to him six months later. 
I'm the luckiest guy in the world, said Stuart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say this. We are the most effed country in the world if we allow conservatives to continue with their BS. You want to hear excuses? Listen to the excuses of family members of conservatives. Well, grandma has always voted conservative. I don't think that's going to change. She's not racist. It's just the party she's loyal to. Sickening. Disgusting. Let me tell you what Sanders doesn't want you to know. Right in the state she was elected as governor were nine black teens who made history as Little Rock Nine. We're back in the U.S. now. In 1954, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that segregated schools were illegal. If you don't know what segregated means, it means children of color could not attend public schools with white kids. Brown versus the Board of Education was the case that struck it down. It ended segregation in schools. It wasn't until 1957 when nine teens would integrate a high school in Little Rock, Arkansas. They were called Little Rock Nine, and they were the first Black American students to enter Little Rock's Central High School. I'll cut right to the chase. White people did not want these kids to integrate the school. On September 2nd, 1957, the then governor, Orval Fobal ordered the state's National Guard to block these kids. He lied and said it was for the teens' safety. On September 4th, 24 hours after a federal judge ordered the Little Rock Nine to begin attending Central High immediately, a white mob, along with the National Guard, again stopped the kids from entering the school. 16 days later, a federal judge ordered the National Guard to be removed. On September 23rd, the Little Rock Nine attempted to go to school again. They had to be escorted by the Little Rock police. An angry crowd, a white mob, tried to rush the students. So they were sent home. This is how bad it became for these kids. On September 25, 1957, Little Rock's mayor, Woodrow Mann, spoke up and the National Guard and the U.S. Army had to be mobilized by then-President Dwight Eisenhower. They had to be sent to the school to protect nine black children because white people in Arkansas did not want them to sit in a classroom and learn with their kids. I graduated from a PWI. It was racist and horrendous. I think I suffer from PTSD from the racism I experienced. Now, this was between 2009 and 2012. So I can't even imagine what Little Rock Nine went through. 1957 wasn't that long ago. Five of Little Rock Nine are still alive. Dr. Terrence Roberts, Minnie Jean Brown, Ernest Green, Elizabeth Eckford, and Gloria Carmark are still alive. This is history. This is why it should never be erased. 
a history of segregation and hatred. And that is exactly what Sanders is trying to bring back to Arkansas. Her bill supports private schools and homeschooling, not public education. Jim Ross, a history teacher at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock said, at the end of the day, this is only going to be for a few people. He said the program could serve to resegregate Arkansas schools. And it's gross that no one will be honest about that. He's spot on. Sanders and conservatives want to bring back segregation, child labor exploitation, and banning interracial marriage. Oh, they're coming for gay marriage too. They've already declared war on transgender kids. They have annihilated autonomy for women. Everything that was wrong about this country, they want to preserve. I'll say again, if you do not know history, you are doomed to repeat it. And they know it. So, they suppress slavery. Trick people into thinking it was okay. Then, once they strip the American people of their freedom, they can enslave people again. Let's not forget... Latinos and Latinas were enslaved in Georgia just a few short years ago. They were forced to pick onions. They were paid nothing. Their passports were seized. Yeah, look it up. I broke this story on TikTok. And this was all done under Trump's administration. Under Trump's administration, Mexican women were sterilized without their consent. Migrant Mexican children were separated from their parents and locked in cages. Babies treated like animals right here in the United States. You tell me how any of this is right. None of it is right. Erasing history is wrong. And once we realize that we have a lot more in common than differences, and I mean everybody, black, white, Latino, Asian, we have more in common than differences. Once we realize that, we will finally be able to connect in peace and prosperity, not hatred. And I'm out of time. If you were enlightened by today's episode, feel free to follow me on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen from. Be easy. Take care of yourselves. Have a good weekend. And as always, 